Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Homer and the Hater Show. And if you're wondering, where is the Homer? Well, Jeff's enjoying his family on this Memorial Day weekend. So I figured I'd just hop in and serve as both the Homer and the Hater. I want to thank you guys on this Memorial Day weekend for jumping in and tuning into the program. We're going to keep it pretty short. Um, and on this show, I want to just change it up a little bit. And the title of this show is Thank You for Your Service. On this Memorial Day weekend, I think it's very important that we take a step back and we thank everyone involved in this production as well as I just want to send uh, some some big thanks to um, just s- several different people or different things I want to say thanks to. First of all, I want to give thanks to all the service women and service men out there who have honorably served this country. Um, and I think it's very important that I do that to start this show. And particularly, I want to thank my grandfather, Jack Williams, who was a World War II vet served in the European theater, served in France and in Germany. And I want to thank all of the vets out there and everyone who's currently serving service women and service men who are putting their lives at stake. And even if they aren't putting their lives at stake, who are sacrificing time with loved ones, family in service of this country, uh, regardless of how you feel, the freedoms that we have in this country are sacred and they are rare and they are to be cherished. So I do want to send, first of all, my thoughts and prayers to all the servicemen and service women, And I want to say thank you to them because that's what this Memorial Day weekend is about. That's why we have this time and we can spend this time with our families. So first and foremost, and that's why I have the camouflage hat. That's my homage to the service women and service men. I want to thank them for their service and thank you for assisting and aiding in the freedoms that we have in this country. Number two, I want to give a big salute and, and, and a big thank you to all of the first responders who are sacrificing themselves in this fight against the global pandemic, COVID-19. I want to give a big shout out and say a big thanks to all of the emergency care doctors, all of the first responders, anybody that is facing this deadly virus head on every day. And with that, I also want to give a thanks to all the essential workers out there who are still putting themselves at risk to provide different services for me and you and for our families. That goes to grocery workers, workers in meat plants, um, you know, EMTs, uh, medical doctors, uh, nurses, anybody in this fight against the pandemic. So, again, I want to send a big shout out to all of them who are putting themselves at risk and their health at risk to make this country a better place for me and for you. Next, I want to give a big shout out and a thank you for your service for everybody who's being responsible. You know, everybody who's being responsible, everybody who's socially distancing, you know, everybody who's washing their hands, you know, everybody who's out there wearing a mask, trying to make it harder to transmit this deadly virus and, and deadly disease. And with that, I also want to say, send out my thoughts and prayers to 
the over 100,000 people who have lost someone to COVID-19, the front page of the New York Times where they listed over 100,000 names is extremely sobering. So I want to say, you know, thank you to, you know, all of those people who are being socially responsible, who are taking care of me, who are taking care of you. And that's why I try to say on this show, um, let the nation take care of the nation. And I know you guys are chiming in saying what happened to Jeff. I had some stuff to do, so I wanted to hop on. I wanted to get you guys a program, so it's all on me. I wanted to jump on and, and do that because I'm a little bit busy today. So I wanted to make sure you guys um, got a program. But as far as Jeff, Jeff is moving on to DK Sports. I think it's DK Pittsburgh, DK Sports. Um, and he's going to be doing that for the foreseeable future. And the Homer and the Hater show will be me and Brian Anthony David. Davis starting next week. We'll start that. And Brian Anthony Davis and other people will be hopping on uh, with the show for me for the standard. It's the standard. I think me and Jeff are going to do the last one um, on Wednesday coming up next week. I think Jeff's last show will be uh, with the guys on the Steelers preview. So like Kathy Farid said, or Kathy Ford said, she put it best. Uh, let's be our, our our brother's best keeper, and so I want I want to I want to send a big thanks and thank you for everyone who's doing that. Uh, I, and I think I want to send a big thanks to everyone who's doing that, and they don't want to do it because I think a lot of people don't want to be sheltering in place. I think a lot of people don't want to be wearing masks. I think a lot of people don't want to do any of that stuff. I think they're. Um, I think a lot of people. Uh, are just getting fed up with everything. So I do want to send a big shout out to everybody who's being socially responsible and still trying um, to still do the things to be my best keeper and I'll be your best keeper. I want to send a big shout out also to the Steeler organization. Without the Pittsburgh Steelers, we don't have this platform. And when I say the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm talking about the entire organization. I'm talking about the owners. I'm talking about the front office, the coaching staff, and the players. I want to thank Steeler Nation for providing this platform for me and for Jeff and for all the BTS podcasters and for everybody in Steeler Nation. And I also want to send a big shout out to the organization because I think there will be football in the fall. And with football being it, I think it's going to be going on in the fall. And I think because of that, they are going to be putting themselves at risk for our entertainment. And I want to say a thank you to them for that because, you know, it's not something that they have to do. They're being highly compensated to do it. I understand that. But yet and still, I do want to say thanks to the organization. I want to say thanks to the NFL and for all professional sports and guys that are going back to professional sports who are going to be sacrificing themselves as well as their families to provide us entertainment. At the, at the end of the day, it's just entertainment for us. But for them, they are taking some risks and making some sacrifices. And I appreciate that. And that's why I want to put them on this list when I talk about thank you for your service. Also, guys, if you guys want to jump in, and you want to ask some questions and talk about some things or have me answer some questions about the Steelers. Um, I am here for that as well. And, and last but not least, I want to say a big thanks to Jeff Hartman. Jeff has done a fantastic job, I believe, over the last six years being the editor of Behind the Steel Curtain. I want to thank Jeff for, for tolerating me over those course of the six years. 
I am not the hardest person to work with. Uh, so I want to thank him for that. Also, want to want to thank him for all of the better, all, all the shows that we've done, so on and so forth, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, and so I want to give a big shout out also to the new editor, Dave Schofield. I think Dave is going to do a fantastic job. Big up to Brian Anthony Davis, who's going to be my co-host with the Homer and the Haters show. Also, I think he's going to do some guest spots on the standard is the standard as well. Um, and so big up to, 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 to the Oracle and, and to BAD. Big up to Tony Defio as well. Fantastic new podcast. Um that's coming on Saturday, and he's doing fa a fantastic job with that. Also, want to send a big shout out to Big Brosco, who does a fantastic job with his little brother. I don't know if you can call Dave little. Um, you know, Dave is you know Dave's a big guy, but his little brother Dave, his big brother Big Brosco, does a fantastic job with him on the Stat Geek. Uh, so I want to jump into some of your questions. The first question is. From Thaddeus Kennedy, Lance, do you have a player who you think will be a surprise starter this season? I, I think not really. But if I had to look into my mind and think who could be a surprise starter, I would think it could be Kevin Dotson because that left guard position, of course, does not have a penciled in starter. They just started Steve. They just signed Steve Wisniewski as a free agent and there's been rumors that they may try to slot in um uh they might try to slot in the right tackle to try to compete matt filer for that position with that being said that's an open position because i don't think there's any other open positions on the offensive side of football if connor is healthy he's going to be the starter deontay johnson and juju are going to start Washington will be the third wide receiver, so it'll be those three. The two tight ends will be Ebron, and it'll be Vance McDonald. So I don't think there's any room there for a starter on the offensive side of the football other than a left guard position. I think you look on the defensive side of football, I think it's going to be Vince Williams. Devin Bush is going to be the other inside linebacker. You know the two outside linebackers, Watt and Dupree. The secondary is solid. You've got Nelson. You've got Hayden, you've got Minka Fitzpatrick, um, and also you have Edmonds. And so and the defensive line is going to be intact with Tuit, and I think it's going to be Tuit, Alulu, and the rotation is going to be pretty uh, – it's going to be Tuit, uh Cam Hayward. So I don't think there's any room for a surprise starter except for the left guard position. So a surprise starter could be Kevin Dotson. Let me jump into another question. Somebody asked, who will be the hater moving forward on the shows? Do you guys have to ask who will be the hater? I'll always be the hater. But see, I don't like the term hater. I, I prefer the term realist. Pragmatist. I don't like hater. See, because I think it's my responsibility to give you a fair and honest opinion. You know, I'm not going to just agree to agree, right? 
I don't I don't think I'm I, I'm not going to just agree to agree. So I'm just going to always give it to you from my lens. If I think they're going to win the game, I'll say it and I'll give you the reasons why. Um, if I don't, I'll say it. If I do, I will. I'm going to always be honest with you. I, I think if you're giving me your time. I'm going to give you my honesty. That's the gift that I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you my golden, lovely pipes, my immaculate radio voice, my Barry White voice. I'm going to give you that, and I'm going to keep it real with you. I come from Manchester. I come from the 15233. I come from about five minutes from Heinz Field. I'm from the north side like the Roonies. We keep it real on the north side, and I'm going to keep it real with you, and that's what I can give you. And so to Donald Nolan's point, Lance is the realist because he's a San Francisco boy. Now, no more Steelers love. <laughs> no, no, no. I've always been that way. I mean, that's just kind of always been, you know, that's kind of be that's kind of how it is for my neighborhood that I grew up, man. We keep it real and we're going to tell you how we feel. And um, I mean, that's just how how it's going to be. Um, let me jump into a couple more questions. Um Guy Rose said I was the uh, the homer. Yes. Let me talk about the Friday show. On the Friday show, yeah, I said it. The show is entitled, you guys should check it out, is the Steelers were winning the AFC North. And I created a little rough model based on the ranking, the PFF ranking of your quarterback and the PFF ranking of your secondary, of the Steelers' secondary. And what I did was I created, like, you're gambling. Like, if you're a favorite you know, you're a minus, and if you're an underdog, you're a plus. You get points, right? And so what I did was I took the ranking of a Steeler quarterback compared to the quarterback they were going to face, and I did the same with the secondary. And so what I did was I took the average of the Steelers quarterback ranking for the Steelers. It was it was 15 in 2018 for Ben Roethlisberger, and a secondary from 2019 ranked fifth. So their average was 10th. I took the quarterback. Uh, ranking PFF from last year for their opponent and opponent secondary grade. So let's say um, if you were ranked 30th, right? Let's just keep it round numbers. And so the average would be 30. So the Steelers in a matchup against a team that had the 30th ranked quarterback and the 30th ranked secondary would be a minus 20 in terms of PFF ranking. That would mean in a matchup against a team that had the 30th ranked quarterback and the 30th ranked secondary, they would be a minus 20 favorite in terms of PFF ranking. And I chose secondary and quarterback because of their impact to winning a football game. Quarterback being the most important position, and I think secondary being the most important grouping on defense, particularly if you have elite corners like the Steelers do. And so what I did was I simply looked at if you were a minus, every game where the Steelers were a minus, where they were like maybe a minus five or above, where I, I considered those absolute wins. Even if they were a minus, and it was, say, a minus two, I think like the Tennessee matchup, I still gave them the win. There were only three opponents in which the Steelers were not a minus whatever, and that was the two, that was the two games against the Ravens and the one game against the Cowboys, and that was because of the differential in the quarterback grades. Lamar Jackson was rated fifth. Dak Prescott was rated 10th, and that differential wasn't enough to offset how close the secondary grades were. And that's how I came up with the 13-3. and three. 
Now, a couple of you guys had a bone to pick with how I gave Joe Burrow or Drew Locke a 28 grade. What I did was, I since there's 32 teams, I looked at the bottom third and just picked the middle number of the bottom third, which is either 27 or 28, and I just arbitrarily gave them that ranking. That's how I did it, and that's how I came up with the 13 and 3 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, some of you were upset about how they could win the division because the Ravens um, would beat them twice, and I really didn't explain it. I'd have to go through and apply the model to the Ravens schedule. And maybe maybe if I apply the model to the Ravens schedule, the Ravens schedule will be better. I would suspect that the way my model works, the Ravens will probably be 15 and 1. I would think the only team the Ravens would be an underdog in terms of my model would probably be the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, I don't think there's many other teams because Lamar Jackson's quarterback ranking is 5th. And because he's fifth and because their strength of schedule is so bad, he's probably going to play most teams where he's the better quarterback. Um, the only game I can I, I can think of off the top of my head where he wouldn't be the better quarterback would be the game against the Kansas City Chiefs. And their secondary grade was about nine. And so Kansas City's secondary grade is probably close enough. Because um, I'm guessing Mahomes is probably top five, maybe two or you know one or two. PFF grade somewhat somewhere around there. So that that's how I came up with the 13 and three. Hopefully um, I explained that pretty well on the show. Uh, you guys should jump into the show. Well, maybe not. I mean, I pretty much gave you most of the show. That was not a good tease, but you guys should hop into the show and check that out. I want to jump into a, a comment from Mule Skinner. He said with the Rooney family potentially losing 150 million, the players better be ready to take huge pay cuts. The players will not take huge pay cuts. This this is what will happen, right? Is that I guess I mean if you're considering a player getting cut a pay cut, then they'll take a pay cut. Yes. Um so the players are under contract. I mean, the owners can terminate the contracts, but you still have to field a team. I mean, what I think is going to happen is I don't I don't think there's going to be fans um, at games. I, I just don't think I think the public health, the public safety and the public health issue with that, I think, is very complicated. Um, I, I think if you put 50 to 70,000 fans in a stadium, you cannot socially distance and you cannot act responsible with all that alcohol in the stadium. You just can't do it. And, and I think pro football games and big outdoor gatherings become easy places where this deadly virus can infect people. So I, I don't think you're going to have fans in the stands. I think what you're going to have, though, is because they're going to lose that local revenue, which is part of the formula, and Over the Cap has a great article that talks about it, is that you're going to have a severe reduction in the salary cap. So to his point, guys are going to get cut. So I guess if guys get cut, that's a pay cut. So that that would fall in. So I guess I would agree with Mule Skinner. Uh, but stars aren't going to take any cuts. Like Ben is not going to take any cut. Um, in fact, Ben is going to going to count forty one and a half million dollars against the cap next year. Stars aren't going to take any cuts. Marginal players will possibly take cuts. Those guys that are, you know, the last fifteen, you know, last ten or fifteen guys. On the roster, you know, those guys could take cuts. But what you do is you'll probably, if they need to make space, 
they will renegotiate the biggest contracts and push that money forward because presumably when fans are back in stands, the salary cap will readjust and jump all the way up. So it's always it's only going to be a a one season scenario. I mean that that that's all it's going to be. I mean that you know it, it's going to that the impact will just be that one year. Uh, let me see. Uh, and Thaddeus Kennedy, 150 million won't bankrupt a team like the Steelers. You're absolutely correct. Um, uh, let's see. Donald Nolan said, Lance, you predicted 11 and five when you did your picks with Jeff and bad. You're leaning towards 13 and three or 11 and five. I'm actually leaning towards 11 and five. I just wanted to look at it in a different way. Uh, and I want to account for secondary play as well, because I always look at the quarterback play. And this was just a different way for me to look at it. But honestly, I'm looking more towards 11.5. If I wanted to hedge my bet, I'd go 12 and four. I mean, I mean, it's no secret. The success of the Steelers season hinges on the health of Ben Roethlisberger, not only the health of Ben Roethlisberger, but what people aren't really talking about it is if he can still play, if he can still play at a high level, the assumption is if he's healthy, he's going to play at a high level, but that's yet to be seen. The physical part is one thing. The mental part is another. The last part is being able to do it. And so we just still have to wait and see if he can do it. We're going to assume that he can do it, but we still have to wait and see. And that's why I'm leaning towards the 11 and five. Um, Guy Rowe said the NFL needs to charge more from TV deals because ratings are going to be through the roof. I don't know if you can renegotiate. I mean, I don't know. The, I don't know the ins and out of the deal. But, you know, the ratings for football are going to be monumentous. I mean, they, they are going to be outrageous. The game is going to be outrageously popular. I think you could put on uh, what's that dog show? I can't, you know. I can't think of the dog show. You can put dog show. You can put dog racing on TV right now. People are so thirsty to see any type of sport. Dog racing would be popular. If you get a chance right now, let me take a pause and say, like the show. That's how you support us. Like the show. Like the program. Hit that like button. We've got over 50 people in the live chat. So make sure we have one for one. So if you're in the live chat and you have not hit the like button, Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Let me jump down and see if some more stuff that you guys got going on in here. Uh, pick up to Donald Nolan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Mark Tobin. I think people will watch water polo. I think, I think, uh, uh, I, I, I think, yeah, I think people are going to watch uh, water polo. Robert Sappho. Sasovitz said he saw an article that said the owners were going to let it ride. Most likely if it's only one season, it'll be one season. Um, uh, if you have the source of that article, Robert, why don't you post it in a live chat so other people can be up to speed and read that. Um, thank you, Donald, for the compliments. Uh, Mule Skinner said no high school or college games. The pool of players will be nil. There's going to be football. There's going to be football. They're going to play football, college and pro level. The issue is, will there be fans in the stands? Um, I mean, that that's the case is can you can you manage the public health consequences for having that many fans in the stands? I mean, if you have 100,000 people, you know, you know, in the horseshoe in Ohio State, I mean, how do you manage that from 
a public health perspective. So there will be games, but the question is, will there be fans in the stands? And I, and I don't think there'll be fans in the stands. Mark Tobin wrote water polo question. I, I get what he's saying there. Uh, people are so desperate for entertainment right now. And particularly on a Memorial day weekend, man, the weather is great in Cali. And one of the reasons why I'm doing the show early is because I have a couple of things I need to go to some, celebrating some birthdays drive by you know doing the drive through not drive by but the drive through grad you know graduation celebrations as well as birthday celebrations so i have a few of those uh but yes people will watch water polo absolutely people will even watch big bro sco uh be the uh, the the holder for the oracle try to kick field goals i mean people will watch anything right now so yes People will watch water polo. They absolutely will do that. Uh, Snowman asks, will the Steelers have a new punter this year? Of course not. Of course not. He has photographs as well. Just like Daniel McCullers, he has photographs of the coaching staff. He'll always be the punter while Tomlin is there. Um, <laughs> Mule Skinner wrote, uh, I think the Professional Bowling Association may have a rebirth. Absolutely. I'll watch some bowling right now. Logan DiLorenzo said, is that what happened to Tupac? Drive by Lance? LOL. <laughs> that's funny, right? I don't know. That's just the, the West Coast in me as well. It's drive through, not drive by. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm just scarred from living in that environment. Um, so on and so forth. I don't know. I'm just scarred by it. Um, Boobash asked, no fans, no home field advantage. Do they pump in crowd noise? Here's the thing. And I think Joe Buck said it great, right? The live experience is the live experience. That is what it is. But when you're watching a game at home, that's theater. That's a TV production. An NFL game is a TV show. They are going to pump in crowd noise and they are going to shoot the game in a way in which you don't really see that the crowd isn't there. They're, they're going to be very creative. Uh, Mark Tobin asked about the drive-by thing. Is that a confession? No, that is not a confession. I have been carjacked multiple times. No, <laughs> no, I am not a, I have not done a drive by. Uh, you guys are hilarious. No, I am not watching Korean baseball. It's hard for me to watch baseball at all. Uh, but no. Logan DiLorenzo asks, what percentage is the chance do you think UG3 has to start over Vent Zero? I, I think it's a 0% chance. The one thing UG3 has to get over is back injury and you know, do you want two very young players in the in the guts of your defense? You know, do you want two young players in the guts of your defense? And because I don't know if there's going to be a training camp, how that's all going to work. Is he going to get the snaps to be able to get prepared? I think UG3 will make an impact on this football team, but I, I think it'll be later in the season. You know, you know, I, I think it'll be later in the season. I, I think around game six, game seven. I'm just hoping that Vince doesn't get hurt where he's thrust into having to play too early because that's one thing we talked about. I think the inside linebacker position, the depth there 
um, is, is not very good. And I have a show where I did a couple of shows ago, a couple of weeks ago. I think the, I, I, I think the elephant in the room is the lack of depth at several positions. That's why I think that the biggest impediment for the Steelers com- competing for a Super Bowl next year, along with Ben Roethlisberger's health, is the lack of depth at several key positions. That's the safety position, the outside linebacker position, the inside linebacker position. Uh, I think those are significant areas in which there is a lack of depth, and hopefully that won't come back to bite the Steelers. Uh, let me jump through. And uh, thank you, Mule Skinner. Good job holding up the Fort Lance. Absolutely, that was what I do. I'm like Charles Atlas, baby. I got strong shoulders. Yes, Charles Atlas. Um, um, I, I Logan DiLorenzo asked, did anyone see the dolls using the KBL? No, um, I I have not. Uh, actually, it's pretty funny. Gyro said the Madden noise would be cool. You know what I find entertaining? I have found entertaining watching Madden on TV, the Madden Bowl with them guys playing Madden. And if I could watch that, I can watch I can watch a football game with nobody in the stands. I mean, for the most part, I mean, they're showing the field 95% of the time. So you guys are going to watch football. I mean, you guys are going to watch football. They could do whatever, man. If they show any football, you guys will watch it. It doesn't matter if they don't. They're going to pump in crowd noise. You're going to watch the games, um, and, and you will be there front row and center. Um, Ezra Nehemiah said, dare I say, we should sign Devontae Freeman. I know he's injury prone, but when healthy, great back. They're not going to sign any injury prone back. Their starter is injury prone. They are not start. They are not signing another back that is injury prone. Um, let me go back through some of these questions before I get out of here. Um, Gyro said the Madden Bowl was cool. Uh, Ezra said no 12th man. Some of your live chats are starting to uh slow down. Let me go to Chicago Pimp. This is a new one. What up, Pimp? Chicago Pimp, Pimp on. Um, Lance, answer this question if everyone is dying to know if you were signed to a one year contract to the Steelers for 75k and you had to be a starter, what position would you choose? No special teams. Um, if I had to be a starter for 75K and I could not do special teams, uh, I'm not very tall. I'd go slot receiver. I could do what Ryan Switzer does. I think I could run a five-yard route, turn around, vibrate like the electronic football man, and just stop. But I would be in competition with Jeff because Jeff right now, on this Sunday, is training to be the electronic football man. Jeff's in better shape than me. He's one fit dad. So Jeff might be able to beat me out, and I might get cut because Jeff is trying to beat out Ryan Switzer right now, and that's why Jeff isn't here, and that's why Jeff took the new spot with DK Sports because he wants to be closer, possibly closer to Pittsburgh so he can get kind of closer to the train, so he can get access to training camp and, and get on the field and impersonate Ryan Switzer and run routes. <laughs> the electric football man get tackled and stop. So yes, I'd be a slot receiver. I'd be a slot receiver. That's a great cat. That, that's a great, that's a great question. But I have to get paid more than 75k because once I took a hit from going over the middle running a shallow cross, I would be in traction. I would absolutely be in traction. So I love that question. Chicago Pimp. Pimp on. 
I love that question. Let me see if there's some more questions. Uh, he's, Chicago Pimp came back and said, well, yeah, you're right. You and Switz would have the same impact. <laughs> Absolutely none. We're at 61 people in the live chat. Before I go, I do want you guys, if you're in the live chat, hit the like button. I want 61 for 61. Might be the first time we, we've had that many at the same time. Donald Lowen said, Lance, I see you as a fullback. I don't want to hit anybody. I'm a lover, not a fighter. So I don't want to hit anybody. So I, I just want to catch the ball and fall. I mean, I figured uh, I figured Ryan Switzer could do that. Um, you know, I just want to catch the ball and fall. No yards after the catch. I want to get like 10 catches for 10 yards on the season. No yards after the catch. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I don't want to hit anybody. I want to catch and fall. Because, I mean, the way I am physically, the way my back is, if I just fell on the ground too many times, I'd probably hurt myself and I'd be out for the year, but I would get my pay. Holla at your boy. I, I do got good ball security, though. High and tight, baby. High and tight, close to the body. Keep that elbow in and just fall. Shift the ball to the outside arm if the tackle's coming from the inside and vice versa. Absolutely. I can get no yak. Exactly. And Ariel 75 said, Switzer does not need pictures. He's in Ben's kitchen right now. He's cooking. It's actually, he's doing laundry. He's cooking. Um, he's making all the errands, all the stops. He's ordering the food. Um, absolutely. He's doing everything. But right now, actually, and this might be a first, we got 59 people in the live chat, 51 likes. Are we going to actually do it? Are we going to have actually have a like from everybody in the live chat? Maybe Chicago Pimp came back. On and said that Ben is giving massages. Oh no, I don't want to say that. Pause. But he's also, also Mark said he's mopping his floor. Uh, you know, he's doing everything he can to stay on that roster. He he's doing the gutters, he he's he's cleaning the drains, uh, he's mopping the floors. And vodka drinker said, Lance, you will pull a hamstring walking too fast to the kitchen. You're probably right. Because when I'm headed to the kitchen, I'm I'm, I'm four six to the kitchen, especially if there's some fried chicken or something in the kitchen or some ribs or something. I'm four I'm, I'm four six to the kitchen. Absolutely, I'm four six to the kitchen. But uh, once Jeff leaves, I'll probably be the best. I'll probably be the best guy. I'll be in the best shape of any of the BTSC podcasters once Jeff leaves. I mean, Jeff's in great shape. JH twenty one, JH Hartman Fitness Project. I don't like beer though. Fitness products. Jeff's in outstanding shape. So when Jeff leaves, I will have to hold that mantle as the bastion of fitness on this particular program. But I cannot believe it. We got 62 people in the live chat. We got 57 likes. Yes. And Gyro, Jeff will be leaving. If you have not heard, Jeff is leaving too. And let me say it right. Let me look it up while I'm talking to you guys because I keep saying it wrong. Uh, and I, and I want to say it. Um, it's DK Pittsburgh Sports. Um, Jeff will be going to DK Pittsburgh Sports. If you guys want any more uh, details as to what Jeff is going to do, go to BTSC. Jeff did an editor's column, I believe, last week that explains his motivations for leaving, where he's going, so on and so forth. And I believe that Jeff's stuff, oh, here it is right here. It's on the site, site stuff, Welcome Jeff Hartman. Um, DK, I guess, gave Jeff uh, a shout out on the website and you guys can go 
um, and see a picture of Jeff in a tie dye shirt uh, sitting on the beach. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's sitting on the beach in a tie dye shirt. So, yes, um, Jeff will be on DK Sports. Let me put the uh, link in the live chat and you'll be able to see that. Uh, I'll put the link there. That's the link where you can see Jeff. Click that and you can see it. And uh, Jeffrey Benedict chimed in third, hire from BTSC to DK Pittsburgh Sports. And now two of their Steeler guys are former BTSC guys. Um, and since Jeffrey is on the show, I have some ideas. Jeff, we'll talk about how I would love to uh, incorporate you into the standard is the standard show next year. So, Jeff, um, reach out to me somehow. Um, if you could send me an email. Um, I'm not going to put my email address on here because you guys would kill me in the emails. But somehow, Jeff, we'll link up. I have some ideas of how I'd like to incorporate you into um, the show. The standard is the standard uh, for next season. But with that, we're going to get out of this show. Before we, before we go, before we get out of here, um, again, I want to send a big thank you to your thank you for your service to all service women and service men. This is why we have this day. Um, this 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 is why we have this day and we have this weekend. I want to thank them, service women, service men, and all the armed forces um, for their special service that they give to us in helping and being principal and very instrumental and for the freedoms that we have in this country. Also, big thank you to all the first responders. Big thank you to all the people who are sheltering in place, socially distancing, people wearing masks, washing their hands. Thank you for being my brother's keeper, your brother's keeper. And thank you for the nation, uh, for keeping the nation safe. Uh, I want to say thank you to the Steeler organization for providing this great entertainment product for us to talk about and for me to talk about. I want to thank all of you guys, all of the fans on BTSC. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, thank you for coming back and getting this content over and over and over again. Thank you for being ride or die with us. Got 60 in the live chat, 58 likes. Thank you for that. Thank you for riding and dying with us. Thank you for all the BTSC podcasters. Thank you for Jeff for all of his contributions over the course of time. Um, thank you, Kathy, for Reed or for Ed uh, for the donation in the live chat. Thank you for everybody that helps make this the best stealer platform on the entire Internet. And with that, I want to thank you guys again. Have a safe Memorial Day weekend. And with that, as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe.